0: Yo, what's good everybody? Welcome to episode 5 of Bag Talk. We got a bunch of stuff planned for you guys today. We're going to be doing a full cryptocurrency breakdown. It's our first ever live session. So, you know, Rell and I are obviously new to this. Thanks. I feel like a
1: boomer with this technology.
0: (laughs) You feel me? Definitely take it easy (laughs) on us for sure. Uh, We got a lot planned for you guys. We're going to dive into a bunch of detail. So uh, here's some things, right? Let's just let's just get this out there. So you ask a comment, any questions you guys have for us, um, let us know if you guys have any questions in terms of just slowing things down. Let us know if you guys want still more detail, whatever it may be, we got you. Um, we're also going to be doing giveaways, right? So we're going to be asking you guys questions. The goal is to be interactive, right? So the more interactive you are, the higher chance you have against that money. You feel me? You were ready. You were ready. You feel me? <laughs> All right, so. is how we're gonna be basically structuring it. we got a bunch of slides for you right so we're about to dive into that right now actually um and this is this is it right here we're just gonna do a quick breakdown for you guys and there we go right so welcome to crypto 101 right so we took a lot of time to make this happen for you guys and um you know there's a bunch of information so for starters right we're gonna kick this off right here just having technical difficulties obviously (laughs) but Before we can understand, right, what cryptocurrency 101 is, we got to understand right now what our current financial system is, right? And what are the weaknesses in it? Because that's why cryptocurrency got involved. You feel me? You want to add on to that or what you think?
1: Well, yeah, it just shows like why crypto is so necessary, especially in the economy we have now. People have been going over to crypto because of the weaknesses that have been shown in our current system mm-hmm you know?
0: that's a fact so the first thing right it says the middleman syndrome and you guys might be wondering like what that means what that entails right so let's just think about it if you have money right now right where is it stored or you know 99% of people where do you where do you guys store your money the, the answer is probably a bank you feel me like I know I store my money in the bank you store your money in the bank right we, we have a bunch of posts saying the money is in the bank right But if you think about it, there's nowhere else to really store your money, right? That's safe. You could keep it inside your bed, right? Or you keep it in your closet, but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like that's not the smartest thing to do. But with this bank, what happens is they're the middleman. So if you have to take money out, there's a fee. If you have to exchange money, there's a fee. Like you can't even take money out of your savings account more than six times in a month without having to pay a fee, right? There's always there's always problems that occur. So much control. Exactly, they have the complete control. By they, I mean the bank, right? That's just the way the system is made. Now, in terms of low interest rates, if you think about the problem there, anytime we, as like the people, right, put our money in the bank, we're like, all right, bet, we're gonna get some, you know, interest back. Interest rate is so bad, it's less than 0.5% right now. Like we were looking it up the other day, right? Yeah. If you have $30,000 in the bank in the entire year, you're getting back less than $150. <laughs> Think about that for a second, bro. They be genius, man. You feel me? That's 30K in the bank and you're getting back, what, 150? That's insane.
1: And it's crazy because I put a post on our our Instagram. And if y'all don't follow us there, y'all should definitely follow us there. And people were shocked that just people hitting me up like, yo, the bank is really the most, like the biggest finesses. Mm -hmm. You know, like the bank has been genius or finessing us for the longest. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So that's the biggest thing, right? It's obviously very annoying. So that's that's the middleman right there. They charge us very high fees, they pay us low interest rates, but there's nowhere else to keep our money. So the bank always wins, right? And that's the system we grow up in. So one regulatory body, right? The party itself, the Fed Reserve. Let's just talk about that. Now, everyone knows this, right? Like if, if someone's like, yo, we got to pay high taxes, right, um, that's because, and that's the system right now, that's the way it works. Our tax money, people are like, yo, it goes towards hospitals, right? It goes towards the military. It goes towards helping people out. Yes. That, that's what everyone tells us, right? But do we really know that at the end of the day? Do you know that? Nobody really, really knows. You feel me? At like, the end of the day. Yeah, and they can rate, in, they could raise interest rates whenever they want. They could decrease interest rates whenever they want. If you guys have been following us, you guys know that there are supposed to be interest rates on the rise, right? But at the end of the day, yes, it's a democracy, right?
1: But they could print money whenever they want to. They could increase I mean, interest. Go ahead. No, I mean, just the printing of money that has been going on has pretty much got us to this point in the economy that we're in shambles right now. Absolutely. And they're trying to get it back under control with like quantitative easing and, Mm -hmm. you -hmm. know, but at the end of the day, this is caused by the Federal Reserve and the decisions they make. Right, so Mm -hmm. if you think about it, right, as an overall landscape, because we're trying to
0: simplify things right now. At the end of the day, what are the weaknesses in our current financial system? One, there's no transparency, right? We, We really, really do not know what's going on and, and that's just the truth, right? We kind of are blindsided sometimes and we go along with what the Fed says, which is, which is what we're told to do, right? So that's, yeah. that's something that is currently a weakness, right? How does cryptocurrency help with that? Let's talk about that, right? So the first thing it says, it takes the middleman out of the equation. Now, in terms of cryptocurrency, everyone thinks that it's just a random thing out there in the planet, right? It's just randomly popped out, we don't know what it is, uh-uh. But at the end of the day, it's really like a peer-to-peer nature of crypto, right? When you think about it, when I want to send money to Terrell, right, I have to I have to use some type of bank as I said earlier. But now crypto, you don't really have to worry about that. It's really a wallet that you're sending money to, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So if you think about that, now when I exchange money, I don't have to worry about, yo, let me take money out of the bank, let me pay fees, let me worry about anything. Nah, and there's no you don't have to worry about different currencies like if i'm going from a dollar to a rupee if i'm going from a dollar to a pound that's an exchange right there right with crypto there's no such thing the middleman of the bank and different currencies
1: being exchanged that's no longer a thing and another thing it does too is it also lessens the transaction fees for that exactly because going when you're transacting with global currencies like different countries to country that's highly expensive Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and and crypto uh mitigated that like for cryptos, like especially for certain ones, it's extremely it's an extremely small fee to transact country to country. Exactly, and that's the that's a
0: huge thing. Once again, like if you if you're noticing, there's a big trend on fees right now. The crypto is solving, right? Now let's talk about the second point: provides transparency. Do you want to explain to them? I mean, we get into it later as well, but since we say it right here, due to the blockchain network and the validation process, it's clear where your money's going. Can you explain to them, bro, what blockchain exactly it is? When like what we what we mean by the blockchain network?
1: Well, the blockchain network at the end of the day is a way to show everybody what is going on mm-hmm. in that network as far as transactions go. So it's a place where you can see all the transactions that's going on in the network. It's a public ledger. So like we talked about, when it came to the to the banks or excuse me, like the Federal Reserve, mm-hmm. we don't exactly know what they're spending on. We kind of are going off their word. Yep. The blockchain is fully transparent. You can see, and we're actually going to show you this too, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I put a link in there to show everybody. like you can watch every transaction that's going on on for example bitcoin you can see in live action like okay this address sent this amount of bitcoin to this other address yep yep. All right it's all public
0: exactly right so if you think about it once we just mentioned the fees it's cheaper it's safer it's faster services to everyone and remember like the goal of cryptocurrency guys is not to eliminate the overall financial system right now, right? It's literally to enhance the system. There's a lot of people out there that think that, yo, like, this is gonna take over the world, this is gonna take over the dollar, we can't be the same anymore. That's, that's not the goal here, right? Like, the goal is to enhance the system, not to make it worse,
1: you feel yeah. me? Are you on the side of people who think that it's gonna take over the dollar one day?
0: I'm not, no. I don't think it's gonna take over the dollar. I don't think it's possible for it to take over the dollar, right? Because yeah. that's where that's where the whole thing comes in. If you think about it, regulation, I just don't think that regulators are gonna come in here and be like, yo, go ahead, the dollar's gone, bro. It's just yeah. not possible, nah, you feel me? I, like, I don't
1: I don't think so either. Yeah. They it, can coexist. That's what people gotta understand. They exactly. can coexist and they will coexist. Exactly. You know? But now let's let's talk about it, right? So we told you guys the weaknesses, we told you how cryptocurrency helps. But what is cryptocurrency? Well, talk to them, bro. So, it's a, it's, at the end of the day, cryptocurrency is, is digital money. It's a digital currency, mm-hmm. all right? And as we say, it's secured by cryptography, yep. um, and it's decentralized. That's the most important part of crypto, mm-hmm. it's decentralized. So, mm-hmm. we just painted for you how important centralization has been to how we um, transact with money. Yep. So, yep. now we're going to take the central authorities out of it, mm-hmm. peer-to-peer, yep. right? And it's able to eliminate things like double spending. Those are through the validation processes.
0: Exactly, right. So when you when you think about it, if people like cryptography, did you explain that in, in that sense, right? Because sometimes like when I first heard the word cryptography, I was like, Yeah, what is this what does this
1: actually mean? <laughs> right? Like explain to some what, what does cryptography actually mean though? At the it's it's like Cryptography is hard to explain because it's stuff that we don't even necessarily understand, but that's the whole Mm -hmm. point of it. It's encryption. Right. Exactly. Uh, So it allows assets to be transacted and verified without the need for a third party. Right. So at the end of the day, it's encryption. Right. That's what
0: goes behind it. And decentralized. Remember, there's not one particular source now. You feel me like you could actually look at different things, not just one person controls the entire network. Right. That's that no longer exists. That's very important to know. Right. And in terms of crypto market cap, you guys already know that we've been explaining market cap to you guys. And we actually had a post where Apple's market cap, which says right here, right? is 3 million, uh, I'm sorry, 3 trillion, right? 3 trillion. So, so if you think about that, Apple by itself is more than cryptocurrency. At least at this time, when so, we were doing our research. So the
1: entire crypto market, mm-hmm. all the cryptos in the market, you mm-hmm. sum them up, they still don't have a bigger market cap than Apple. Right. So. Think about it. We have a whole space, an entirely new asset class that does not um, surpass the market cap of Apple alone, which is one company. And so people are like surprised at the volatility of crypto. Mm-hmm. You have to understand this is a new space. So even for some of say. us who, yeah, like for some of us who feel like, okay, I'm late to crypto, man, I've been here about Bitcoin for years. I never dove in. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's very early. And as, and as we said, the gold market cap, gold has been around for over 5,000 years. I was about to hit on that, yep. You yep. know, yep. And, and the market cap for gold is $11 trillion. $11 trillion. And crypto is already just over $2 trillion mm-hmm. in only 12 years of being around.
0: And that's the thing, like, the the thing that we want to point out to you guys, this once again, this is going to become very clear as we go on, cryptocurrency is so new, so you can't expect everything to be perfect, right? Like, at the end of the day, there's going to be bumps in the road, like, when you first start a business uh you're not gonna be perfect right most most years you're actually a negative but look at how pof, like how powerful crypto has been people have become millionaires right people are getting their independence back in the sense of yeah like if i don't have to rock with a bank no more i can actually just exchange money by myself it makes it easier for me to do business right like that that's the point um so let's let's talk about now the other part of it, right? Understand what blockchain is. We we mentioned it a little bit, but I'm gonna let you take on this one. Like what exactly is blockchain and like paint the picture from.
1: Yeah, so blockchain is, is a new technology that will shape our future. Mm-hmm. Like it is gonna shape our future because it's a new way of handling storage, data data storage. So as you say, it's a decentralized collection of records mm-hmm. that are linked to each other. So I picture personally, I picture a block being linked to a chain. Okay, so if you were to, all the transactions that occur in the network are recorded on a block. Okay, so picture transactions recorded on a block. Once those are recorded and validated, they are now connected to a chain. Okay, and this blockchain, everyone, like I said, is able to see all of these transactions on a public ledger. There's websites for it, all right? And it's miners are the ones who are validating the transactions. So there's computers set up all around the world that um, are able to validate these transactions Mm -hmm. and connect them to chains, and those are the ones that are making the blockchain work. And literally each block has how much, I don't remember the exact
0: amount of data, but like each block has like over thousands of data. Yeah, so so different blocks. By data transactions,
1: obviously. Yeah, like different blocks have different amounts of transactions because Mm -hmm. they can only hold a certain amount. So some blocks might have, like you said, thousands, some might have hundreds, but it's all about how big the transactions are
0: exactly so
1: if, if one block would only have a small amount of transactions because each transaction was huge right or you could have a lot of transactions because each one was little exactly exactly but well actually we'll get into that later i was going to talk about the bitcoin but that
0: now we're yeah we're definitely going to dive into that but hopefully that paints a picture of like blockchain right and i, and I just want to look so i'm looking down right now to see what comments we have we appreciate all y'all comments right now like thank you uh, KJ, thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Rosh. like, this is super dope. Like, we appreciate that. Uh, keep the comments coming, right? We're going to try to answer questions for y'all afterwards. We see we got people live right now, too. So, thank you for tuning in for sure. Um, but let's just keep it going. As, as I said, if you guys need to slow down, um, if
1: are annoying you guys, just let him know. You feel me? That's all it is. I, yo, I don't like this guy. <laughs> I really don't like him. Anyways, um, wait, real quick. I, wanna know, I want you to know that because we want to talk about vocabulary in here, too. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the computers that are connected to crypto networks are called nodes Mm. and n-o-d-e nodes okay so that's a fact that's a fact
0: um let's just keep on going so oh public key and private key right so you know how we said like at the end of the day crypto can be exchanged right like it's like a wallet that you use and then i'm sending money to rel rel receiving Mm -hmm. that money right so this is it works with a public and private key address right that that's literally how you can send and then receive other coins or tokens that's literally how it works so the best way to explain this to you guys right we want we're like trying to paint a picture the public key is literally like a bank account number or a routing number right like you have to be able to give that to someone. So I could have Rel's public uh key address, right? Because at the end of the day, like I have to be able to send him the money, right? So it's like, yo, Rel, like what's your what's your
1: public key, bro? It, it reminds me of like having your cash app. You could put your public key in your bio. Yeah. Like yeah. that's something people can have. It's crazy because at the end of the day, like that's where a lot of scams
0: happen too, because people get scammed into doing stuff like this. But so if he has his public key, right? And he tells me, oh no, it's one, two, three, four, be like, Okay, cool, right? So I could literally send him that money right or that that token or that coin But however, this is where this is where the security feature comes in, right? He is the one who knows his private key. You feel me? It's like it's like your password or your pin number as we wrote here, right? So when it when you go to a bank and you take money out you put in your pin number, right? That's literally what that private key resembles, right? So I if I know his number, I could take it out, right? But I would never know his private key.
1: Never share your private key. I want y'all to hear as clearly, never, ever share your private key. You've got to take that to the grave with you. Facts. Might Facts. not even be able to share it with your wife and kids. <laughs> it's like, nah. I See,
0: I don't know about all that. See, that's, yeah, the wife always got to know. They're going to find their way. Obviously, that's, that's where we run into problems. That's where we <laughs> run into problems. Um, but, but this is the thing, right? I think I want to add on to this. This is um, in terms of scamming, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of people think that crypto is a scam bro you're never gonna get a call from a 1-800 number please hear me very carefully bro. you will not. Ne- you feel me you will never get a call from a 1-800 number being like yo it was good like can i get your can i get your bitcoin information that's never, never going ha- to happen and nobody
1: if somebody's in your dms asking you for the information please block them yeah block them i just got that in my dms yesterday you fa- you literally we can show you a screenshot that he's not even
0: capping for on. That. And that's the crazy part. Like it's happened to our friends where like literally their Insta accounts get disabled, Facebook accounts get stable. That's that's real because people are scamming. So don't fall for that stuff, you feel me? Like that's not a thing. and a lot of people hate cryptocurrency because of that, but that's not
1: real. And look, look how nice and easy these terms are for you. Public key. It's for the public. Yeah. Private key. Keep it private. <laughs> you wanna take this one? Um yeah, yeah, yeah. So Want me to the, click on this? Yeah, you click on that. All right, so this is the um, transaction screen I was talking about, right? This is the public ledger where you can see all the things that are happening on the Bitcoin network. Um, so if you even scroll down to like where's... Go ahead, I got you. Yeah, it says like latest blocks, right? So you can see that this these blocks just got mined. And we'll, we'll talk about as far as Bitcoin, what it means to even mine a block and what the reward for of that what the reward for that is. But um, you can also see on the right side of that screen, it says latest transactions. This screen will continue to change every second. You see it just changed again. Mm. And you can see it tells you the amount in US dollars that was just sent. So it says this address sent it to this other address. And okay. Three thousand eight hundred and seventy dollars. I wish that was to me. <laughs> seventy three dollars fifty six. It's moving so fast. I see four thousand right there. Yeah. Four thousand right there. <laughs> yeah. So you could. This is what you mean by the transparency of a blockchain. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is the transparency aspect we were talking about. You can see this, and this it's an easy Google search. Right. Right. It's an easy Google search, or you could, like I said, this is Blockchain Explorer. So on yet Google, you could type in Blockchain Explorer Bitcoin. They also have it for That's Ethereum, actually. and they have it for other cryptos as well. And, and in <clears> terms of <throat> the transparency thing, right, like. At the end of the day, people love the
0: stock market right? because when you think about it, there's earning reports, right? Like, oh, I can see how much the balance sheet is. I can see the, the income statement. I can see all these financial statements that are going on. Bro, you could see the same thing with crypto in a way by what Rel just mentioned to you guys that you see on the screen. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is clearly, it just changed again. So, it's obviously live and you could see it. So, you could actually believe in this part, right? It's, it's literally
1: encrypted and it's secure. And and people on the left side, because we're going to touch on this. It says latest blocks on the left side of the screen. Notice the times the time difference in between that. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of it is generally almost a ten minute period for Bitcoin. And we'll get into that. Got you. I bet.
0: So, hot, oh, I'm going to let you take this one for sure. Hot wallets and cold storage, right? So remember how I was referring to wallets? Like, that's that's really where your crypto is stored and the whole private key, public key aspect. Y'all remember that, right? So this is what we're talking about. So just kick this
1: off, bro. Yeah, so when you receive, when you have crypto, you want to keep it in a wallet. The thing is, you have to think about where's the best place to store my crypto because this is the sad part about crypto. This is the only annoying part. You have to be responsible. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are not responsible. All right, so... With crypto, you can't play around because this is your well-being. This is the generational wealth that you'll be building. And so, you have to think, where's the safest place to store my crypto? You don't want to keep it in something called a hot wallet. And mm-hmm. a hot wallet is any wallet that's um, connected to the internet. Yep. It's accessible online, maybe through an exchange. Right. My <clears throat> fault. But yeah. Um, so, hot wallets are connected to the internet. And that means they're susceptible to being... Um, you know stolen
0: yeah at the end of the day it, it, i don't know if you guys heard about this right but it can be hacked like coinbase was actually just recently hacked we know a couple of people whose coinbase got hacked right and that's that's what we're referring to in terms of hot wallet right like that's where once again scams happen right passwords i don't care like if you have a regular password please add google authenticator right please add a second type of authenticator where you could get text messages right like all of our stuff is like that we don't have just one oh, yo, bro, this is the password, go ahead, take it, ABCD,
1: like, boom. Because that can be hacked, you and, feel I me? Mean? And it's tough because with crypto, you can't get it back. Mm-hmm. So there's actually a trade-off when it comes to this decentralization versus centralization aspect. Centralization has its benefits because if, say, somebody were to scam my credit card to take money from me, yep. I could actually hit the bank up like, yo, my money oh, got my stolen. That's, and a great they, point. That's a great point. Yeah, That's and they would exactly give it back. Point. So yep. centralization has benefits in that regard. Decentralization has benefits in the gar- in the regard that we've been talking about thus far, mm-hmm. but hot wallets. If somebody were to hack your hot wallet, which yep. is where people hack it, because you can't you can't steal stuff from a cold st- from cold storage, which mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. But hot wallets, you're susceptible to hacking. Yep, and you can't get your coins back.
0: So, so w- one second, yo, um, I know Khalil. You just asked the question. Kyle Styles says in regards to crypto, which wallets do you guys recommend? It's right here, bro. Like. Um, we're actually getting into that right now for the cold storage that's your nano ledger is the one we're recommending for cold storage so hopefully that makes sense keep the
1: questions coming though continue nah, for sure and, and good question that's exactly what we're getting into like the safest place to store your crypto is on a cold in the cold storage cold storage so that's crypto that's kept offline cold storage could be like a USB drive they have these and it's also like just any type of hardware wallet mm-hmm. so cold storage is anything that's kept on hardware yep. um, and so there's something you could get called a Nano Ledger. Yep. There's a Nano Ledger S and there's a Nano Ledger X. Yep. Nano Ledger S lets you hold a small amount of crypto. Mm-hmm. Nano Ledger X lets you hold a way larger portion of cryptos. It's also more expensive. Mm-hmm. Understandably so, they let you hold more crypto.
0: At the end of the day, don't put a price on getting hacked. Like that's, that's a just, fact. you know what I'm saying? like Don't be cheap when it comes to securing the bag. Cause you could be like, yo, I don't want to spend $500 right now. Even though it's not 500, but you don't want to spend $500 right now, and all of a sudden you lose a crypto that you held for two years that now all of a sudden turns $60,000 like Bitcoin. Now you feel like a clown. Man, you know I'm you know saying? people have Bitcoin that can't get access to it? Yep, yep. Mm. I lost, I'm not gonna lie, there's, this is terrible. I'll, I'll own up to it. Like, like <laughs> it's super embarrassing. He's a loser. Like, I actually, this happened to me. Like, I was transferring money, right? Like, it was supposed to go from Cardano to, uh, what was it, Ethereum? I, I think it was something like that, and oh. I was doing it on Binance. And I was not careful, right, I was not careful at all, like, I was super tired, I'm and then, really, I'm you really know, what I, was, really. I was punching air and missing, like, basically what happened was, I literally took the wrong address from Cardano, right, and transferred to ETH, and then once I had the wrong address... And I transferred it, it was gone forever. Gone forever. It's not like you have a bank to go to, so I guess that could be a little con, right? But you have to be more careful as well. So there's pros and cons to it. But, yeah, I lost out. I won't say how much I lost out because it still hurts my heart. But –
1: you right, bro? No, I'm not actually. I've I'm, never seen him this hurt before. Like, I'm
0: not actually. But I lost a lot of money on that transaction. You know what I'm no.
1: saying? And, and I want to make the point that's important for them, though. You yeah. see how we said do not get your cold storage from Amazon. Don't mm. get your Nano Ledger from Amazon or any type of site like that. You have to get it from the actual Nano Ledger website, the legitimate one. Because what people do is they post, they put like uh, Nano Ledgers on Amazon and they hack them. They're yeah. bugged out. They're actually bugged. So when you go to put your crypto on it it's gone.
0: yep um uh, i just see another comment come through beyond a payment for uh beyond a method for payment and transactions what are other functions of cryptocurrency so we're going to actually dive into that right after this right so we're going to keep on going but it's another it's not only payment and transaction right it's a way to store the value of your money you feel me it's literally a gold so think about But like, for example, Bitcoin is a type of cryptocurrency, right? It's digital gold. So it lets you store your value and and a lot of
1: people view it as a way to beat inflation. You feel me? You want to add to that or? I mean, yeah, because it's a way to beat inflation because Bitcoin, Bitcoin specifically is deflationary in the sense that the supply is capped. Right, um, as we said, we're going to get into that as, as yeah, well. So we will be touching on it, and then just more, and then for other cryptos, they all have different use cases. So you have to—it depends on what crypto you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They all have a different use case. Ethereum, for example, has opened up the doors for a lot of things. For example, DeFi, mm-hmm. decentralized finance. Yep. you need these cryptos for decentralized finance because people are sick of having centralized finance.
0: Exactly. So,
1: but we will talk about all that. So let's let's keep it going. That's a fact. Okay. Good question, though, bro. That's definitely a good question.
0: Um, I just want to make sure I don't go too head. So proof of uh, the Yeah, we just did. Mm-hmm. All right. Got you So proof of work versus proof of stake, right? So this is what we refer to remember how Rel was saying earlier like the whole mining process and the whole validation process, right? This is this is what we're referring to, right? So let's just dive into it proof of work is a decentralized process that requires members of the crypto network to solve puzzles in order to actually verify transactions, right? So you guys might be like, what does that mean mm-hmm. at the end of the day? when you're actually trying to verify transactions right remember on blockchain you have to verify different ways of what's going on proof of work is a concept that they're using to actually validate the different transactions right and it's not just like when when it says mathematical puzzles to really simplify it i know this guy's a math whiz but (laughs) like at the end of the day He's not sitting there. We don't have a Terrell behind the camera looking at all the numbers and computing it for us, right? It's literally technology-based. It's actually a computer that's sitting there being like, all right, cool. I input this, and then now it's actually able to solve everything for me and transact it. Who in the
1: chat could tell us what these computers are called?
0: Oh, okay. So that's a great question. All right. (laughs) So, yeah, actually, I'm about to open this up right now. so if you guys answer this for us, whoever answers it first, at least what we see, right? We're gonna give you a cash app. Um, and thank you, uh, Miss Ryan. It says, there's so much to learn, but you both are breaking down. We appreciate you a lot. Uh, we have someone saying, what are the top three cryptos you recommend investing in? We're gonna get, we're gonna into, gonna that, get into, into that, bro. We're gonna get into we, that. We have a whole list for you guys. Um, but yeah, if
1: you answer his question, just repeat that, bro. Yeah, so what the computers that verify transactions, what are they called? Right. Exactly. Right. So just and now with
0: that, I'm, I have my screen open. I'm waiting for it. We got we got people tuning in. So this is super dope. Thank you. Um, but the benefit right of proof of work. So when we talk about this concept, right, it literally is allowing all the transactions right to be verified in a secure manner without once again, without a third party. You remember the middle man syndrome? You don't. There's that's not a thing anymore. Right. And remember what we showed you the, the website where all, you can see
1: all the transactions. That's that's what this is about, right? Yeah, so so like and like proof of work specifically, right? It's a consensus mechanism. Really it's just saying that like it's what is used to verify transactions on a, on a blockchain. It's one method. There's so many different methods mm-hmm. that they use to verify these transactions. Proof yep. of work is just one concept, one type of mechanism. Exactly. And it's like so when transactions when transactions come in, mm-hmm. it hits all the computers around the world because you ever heard of people who are miners, right? They have to buy the software to, to be able to mine crypto, verify transactions. So I could buy a computer right now, I could buy this computer right now, and mm-hmm. be like, okay, you know, I'm gonna use this to mine Bitcoin. Yep. So this person, this person, that person, that person, when a transaction comes in, we all have to compete. It's a competition, right. it's work, right. right? It's proof of work. It's a competition to see who can verify this transaction the fastest and in that sense is what we mentioned like the competition is a
0: key word right because remember it's not we don't have a math whiz right it's, it's someone it's not one person since it's, its computers doing all the work whoever has the best technology right wins mm-hmm. that's why it's so costly like people who are miners right they actually pay a very high electric bill bro it's not you're not paying
1: like, their computers are on all day bitcoin is 24 7. it's not like the it's stock facts. market where it closes off no bitcoin Crypto in general is a twenty four seven market. um We did see a comment. You are
0: you're not correct. We it's it's not modes, but that's close. That's that's close. But they said modes. That's we need, not close. We need I it. mean, no, it, it is close. It's, it's, it's there. It's
1: close, but it ain't it. We yeah. need, we need answer. if whoever
0: answers it. Y'all get y'all get a uh, cash app price from us. So right. you know, make sure you tune in for that one. But remember, it's it's at the end of the day, like we're live right now, right? It's a lot of. Uh, I guess, Wi-Fi and electric and energy that's going into it, but that's not even close to what it charges when you're actually a miner using proof of work, right? So, best technology wins. Remember that. That's very important. Best technology So, now, competition and best technology wins, but at the end of the day, proof of stake is a different method, right? Completely different. This is not about competing with each other. Right? You know the whole thing at the end of the day, like the slowest study, like the whole, what's the saying? Like slowest study wins a race? Yeah, slowest right? study wins a race. That, that's kind of what you could think about for proof of stake in a way. So instead of everyone competing with each other, right, they pick one miner, right, randomly in the network. So if you're doing like Bitcoin or Ethereum or um, Cardano, whatever the actual method is, right? Well,
1: and, well, Bitcoin and Ethereum will be proof of work, but... Yeah,
0: I'm just saying general, yeah. right? Whatever the actual system or whatever your validation process is for this coin, one miner is randomly picked to validate the transactions based on the method you see on the screen, right? So it could either be like who has the coins for a long period of time. It could be how many coins a miner has staked, right? As a collateral piece, right? Or a combination of both. Stake. Right? So that's very important to know. Um, Now, well, if I had to ask you which one do
1: you rock with more, what would you say? That's tough, that's a tough question because I think that both of them have ways to where it can centralize the process. So for example, it creates a wealth gap because the person, as we said in proof of work, mm-hmm. or the, the like the people or person that can buy the most technologically advanced computer is gonna be the one who's gonna get all the transactions. Cause remember, that's a competition, proof right. of work. Proof of stake, it also allows centralization because the more coins you stake, which means you're putting your coins up for collateral, mm-hmm. That means they're gonna send you the transactions the most, yep. Because the person who has the most coins tends to receive the most transactions, yep. To, yep. to validate, we got a uh, oh, some someone just
0: so, someone just said the answer. Okay, all right, we got you. We we're gonna we we're gonna send you a cash app nodes. Yep. Is there nodes was the correct one? Yep, nodes. Um, all right. So the que- say the question again, because someone asked us what the question was. Oh, the
1: question that we initially said was, "What are the computers <laughs> called that are used to validate transactions on a blockchain?" got you and the answer is nodes
0: okay so just honestly we're gonna hit you up we're gonna hit you up later um and then we're going to ask for your cash app on that, and then we're going to send you some money, all right? You can put your cash app in the chat. You can oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a public key, right? It's a, <laughs> it's a, a, it's public, a public key. key. <laughs> it's all right. You yeah, put, put your cash app down there, and we got you. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to send you some bread.
1: That's a fact. <laughs> Word.
0: I bet. So this is what everyone's probably been waiting for. So at this point, right, remember how we promised you guys? We're not only going to do the basic. This is bad talk where we don't we don't settle for basic stuff. We're not just going to talk about crypto and be like, what is Bitcoin? What is Ethereum? What is the NFT? We're going to dive into that, but we're also going to give you background, right? The point of this is to teach you about stuff, right? Give you the knowledge that you need so you can be successful. You feel me? When you walk out of here and you're done with this live session, you're going to know what cryptocurrency is. You're going to be able to have a conversation. You're not going to be lost no more, right? But
1: obviously, everyone wants to know what Bitcoin and Ethereum is, so we obviously include that as well, right? And and we couldn't even talk about certain things without prefacing it with this vocabulary. So you had to know what proof of work is. And why it's important you have to know what proof of stake is the blockchain you have to know these things so we can actually get into the juice now exactly let's that. get into the real stuff now
0: all right so bitcoin right btc was created in 2009 right and i don't know if it's a person a group, i don't know what this nobody knows Yeah, satoshi nakamoto right? satoshi nakamoto that, this this group person whatever this is right this was this was what created Bitcoin, right? It started as a non. It was the first ever cryptocurrency created,
1: right? By an, so we're clear, on a, by an anonymous person or person. So they don't know if it's a person exactly, or a group. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and
0: as we mentioned, right, the goal was to introduce a new financial system that can eliminate the middleman. Y'all remember our first slide, the middleman syndrome? This is what we we're talking about. The whole plan and the goal behind this was to get rid of that, right? And the best way and the most simple way that you can think about Bitcoin, as we mentioned earlier, is digital gold, right? It's a way to hedge against inflation. You feel me? Because remember, I mean, I think we get into this right later on, but there's a certain amount. Is, do we get into later yeah. on as uh, well?
1: or? Did we write that? I'm not sure you wrote that. We could say it. In yeah. The, whatever. There's a there's what? 21 million. There's right? 21 million Bitcoin that will ever be made. But exactly. They haven't made all 21 yet. Right. Right, it's it's they've made about over eighteen million so far. Exactly, and that's what it is to mine. So, right, so that the miners we were talking about, we didn't even say this by the way for proof of work and for proof of stake. Because mm-hmm. some people are thinking, why would I even do that? It's because you get rewarded with that crypto. Oh, we yeah, forgot that, to say that, that. That's the most important. That's part. the biggest piece. Yeah, like and, why even go through and all of that? This is work? why. <laughs> this
0: is live. This is why this is live. Facts.
1: <laughs> yeah. So for proof of work, um, you get rewarded mm-hmm. with that coin that you're mining. For proof exactly. of stake, you get rewarded with that coin that you're mining. Exactly. All right. So for Bitcoin, they get rewarded with Bitcoin. So when you mine a transaction, mm-hmm. I mean, when you validate a transaction, yeah, you you are, you receive a reward of Bitcoin. Right now, the reward is about six point twenty five bitcoins. Right, and and the thing that
0: we have to mention why this is so important is remember it's a competition for proof of work, right? That's why the competition is so like important because each Bitcoin. I mean, I think what it was forty one last time I checked, right? The the price, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So like that's why it's important. You're you're able to actually get that piece, correct?
1: Yeah. Exactly. exactly. You get to own multiple Bitcoin, right? If if you validate the transaction the fastest, because they Bitcoin operates on a proof of work system, right? So does Ethereum, and it might it's supposed to switch, correct? On Ethereum? Yeah. Yeah. Ethereum is supposed to switch. Someday now.
0: Yeah. It's, it keeps on like, going to roll back, but it's supposed to go to proof of stake, which many believe might be. Once again, remember how Ralph said there's like differences in that, right? Like many people believe that's going to be an accomplishment on Ethereum, which obviously segues into what is Ethereum, right?
1: Once again, Bitcoin and Ethereum are different. They are okay? different. So go ahead. Go ahead. Now I was going to say like Bitcoin, we look at it as mainly largely just a currency, largely. Right. Ethereum is so much deeper than Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that Ethereum is more important than it or it's going to have a better price for you than it necessarily right. or better gains for you. I'm just saying that Ethereum has so many more use cases than Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin is looked at as digital gold. It's somewhere to store yep. um, store value. Right. Just like we keep gold, right? Some people will just store gold exactly. for value, right? But Ethereum exactly. is a programmable blockchain. So what does that mean? It means that you can build apps called DApps, right? Right. DApps yeah. stands for decentralized apps. Decentralized apps, so they call mm-hmm. them DApps for mm-hmm. short. On Ethereum, you can build DApps that have so many different use cases. Like people are creating all types of businesses on Ethereum, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So they use Ethereum's blockchain as a way to as a way to secure the data. Mm-hmm. They use the blockchain as a storage of data, right? Exactly. And they're building apps on it. Exactly. And so the my my favorite analogy that you could think of Ethereum like. Is the Apple's Apple's App Store mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I kind of think of like okay, Apple they own the App Store and then people different business owners they make their apps and store them on the App Store exactly. and we're all able to be like oh I got this app you got that app right same thing with Ethereum exactly a lot of cryptos that you know about are actually held on Ethereum's blockchain so that's why Ethereum is so important right right mm-hmm. and and at the end of the day
0: like you guys are asking us what our favorite picks are right I only rock with Bitcoin and Ethereum because the top two dogs as you see right and we're gonna dive into this later Ethereum is the second largest crypto in terms of market cap Bitcoin is the largest in terms of market cap right I always believe that you rock with the two best and then there's obviously altcoins that you get invested in Cardano is a good one um, I, I used to you know I still rock a Ripple a little bit um, I know you have your picks as well so there's there's different ones out there but I personally love Ethereum I know some people are asking in, in the comments I like Ethereum more than Bitcoin
1: but obviously it, I have both I think it's great to have the top two yeah, and, not, and, not, and like, I mean, some popular tokens on Ethereum that I like are, like, Decentraland, for example. Decentraland is is one of those, like we said, dApps that were built on it, and where that's where, like, we talk about Metaverse. Mm-hmm. Decentraland is arguably the biggest Metaverse out. A lot of people think Metaverse is just Facebook, where it's just, like, meta platforms. Like, no, Metaverse has Oh, been, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> Meta... Name, like, oh, exactly, yeah. which is smart um, by Mark Zuckerberg, because Metaverse is a concept that's been around. In the mm-hmm. crypto world, mm-hmm. through Decentraland, and then Facebook rebranded and called themselves Meta, so everybody thinks they created Metaverse. Now it's been around. Right, right. Decentraland is one of them. Axie Infinity is a play to earn type of platform. There's a lot of different c- tokens that are built on Ethereum, though.
0: Right, and then we got another question. It says people always say do your research. Um, are there publications or crypto news outlets you guys recommend to learn about? Um, on all these coins, right? So one, we're actually going to show you a website that you could go to to check out all the crypto, which is crazy because you're asking all these questions. And honestly, everything so far has been in the slides. We're going to dive into what website you can check out, um, how to figure out how many coins there are. We're, we're going to show you all that, but you could always, you know, dive into more detail. So when we get to that, we got you. And someone Hassan Karoshi says those gas fees, though, that's that's a big part and a pro. Uh, sorry, it's a con. Obviously,
1: that goes with this, right? So so. Gas fees, right? Right. Do you want to explain gas fees for now? You could take it honestly. Oh yeah, gas fees. So every time you transact on Ethereum, you have to pay gas fees. It's Mm -hmm. like paying um like like it's like ATM fee. Yeah, like yeah, it's like it's like an ATM fee. Facts exactly. So, but these gas fees are. You know what helped ethereum run at the end of the day mm-hmm. so ethereum has such high gas fees because they have so much traffic exactly so many people want to use ethereum think about it there's all these different uh, dApps that are on it all these different tokens that exist on ethereum's blockchain on mm-hmm. their platform so their gas fees are really high exactly you know so now uh that obviously covers bitcoin ethereum
0: y'all have, y'all have understanding of that as well and we're gonna dive into more detail on it as well but in terms of this one which is the most popping thing right now i swear like every single time we teach something people want to know nft 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 oh so let, honestly here we go what is an nft a non-fungible token you feel me mm-hmm. so this like the best way to really think about it and the definition is right there which is perfect like literally it's a digital right remember Keyword digital asset that represents real life objects, right? So like, if you have artwork, right, that can be translated to digital world, right? Music, digital. There's video game skins. Like, think about um, what's that game? Fortnite, right? That that is like the video game skins. That's an NFT, literally. Like anything that can turn from basically saying, oh, I'm sorry, we just we just got another question. Um, uh, basically anything that comes from like real life objects, right, can go into digital
1: asset. Exactly. You feel me? Exactly. Even real estate. You exactly. Know, that, and that's where you see like in these metaverse platforms. So mm-hmm. metaverse, you can picture your avatar that's going to be walking around in the metaverse. Yep. Your avatar's clothes are NFTs. The buildings that your avatar will walk to, NFTs. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything is in the form of an NFT all right and then obviously you let's let's dive into right the major
0: difference between nfts and cryptocurrency and all that stuff right because although a lot of people think like nfts are, are cryptocurrency like there's a difference right mm-hmm. so let's talk about that
1: definitely um and so like they are built with the same like they have a similar encoding mm-hmm. but at the end of the day they're different because so you have to have like, software right that, yeah it is. that's that's the whole main part of it right 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 but like you have to know the difference between what it means to be Fungible and non-fungible. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if you said it, but NFT stands for a non-fungible token. Yep, we got that. Whereas, so, what is a fungible token? Right. A fungible token or a fungible asset is mm-hmm. something that can be exchanged or substituted with a similar asset right. of the same value. What does that mean? Examples. So, 10 $1 bills mm-hmm. can be exchanged for $1. 10 dollar bill exactly right yeah. because it's a fungible asset the currency that we have fiat currency is fungible so fiat like u.s money right Is fungible you can exchange it nfts are different um you go gonna mix a lot got you yeah yeah um nfts nfts are different they're non-fungible they cannot be exchanged with something of the same value mm-hmm. and that's why they have value right because yeah. nfts are unique you can't exchange one nft for another and they're not gonna have the same value so people think like yo how come these pictures? I could just screenshot a picture. What's the difference between that and the NFT? Mm-hmm. The NFT exactly. is the original,
0: right? I was just about to say, like, if you and when you um, right, when you take a screenshot of something, right, that's 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 not the real thing, bro. A lot of people think like I've had conversations with people where they're like, oh, I have an NFT. I'm like, oh, where how'd you like how'd you go about the whole process? And I'm like, I took a screenshot of someone's tweet, and I'm like, that's not an NFT. <laughs> they bro. don't understand it, right? So the the main thing that Rel actually said, which is super 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 important, right? Original authentic right like that that's literally where the whole blockchain technology comes into play because it literally authenticates the whole process for you so that's like tough. as we say as we see over here right Jack Dorsey sells his first tweet right for what 2.9 million there was a whole process that went into being like yo can we validate this can we authenticate it is it original? right it's not that someone just took a screenshot of his tweet and was like yo i took a screenshot of his first tweet ever on twitter because he's the founder
1: of it mm-hmm. and i'm gonna just make an nft that's that's not and, how it works and the blockchain is a place to store data right exactly it'll tell you who like when that nft was originated it'll tell you who owned it how much it sold for mm-hmm. so the blockchain tells you the originality of an asset yeah yep. Uh, right at the end of the day that's the point of the blockchain so and the great example for them to think about when it comes to uh why NFTs have value? All right, the Mona Lisa.
0: It's, it's a word out of my mouth. Was, we did not even yeah. like this stuff, but yeah, I was gonna nah, say art. For real.
1: We did not even this because it's, it's the easiest example. Like yeah. I could draw the Mona Lisa right now. Look, no, seen me draw before. I'm a nice drawer. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's trash. I, I'm definitely ne- I'm definitely better. That's fair. Uh,
0: sipping paint. Nah, I'm great. nice with it. Oh I'm nice with it.
1: ladies, sipping paint. He's here. Nah, you feel me? Nah, but nah, no, like, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, my fault. Nah, so the Mona Lisa, everybody, I could draw the Mona Lisa right now. It could look exactly like the original. Is my Mona Lisa going to sell as much as the original? Mm-hmm. Heck no. Mm-hmm. Come yep. on, the original at the end of the day is going to be the one that is, has value because they want, people want uh, the, on, the authentic version of something. Exactly. They don't want a copy. Exactly. And that's why NFTs have value. So actually since we keep on saying i got another
0: one for him i got mm-hmm. another one for him right and once again this is not planned so is, we're just trying to see a, see this on the fly type thing mm-hmm. all right yo let's get some interaction here right let us know what nft means what does it stand for right if someone could tell us what this is the most simple one so you're not gonna get a lot on here oh, but if you can let us know what nft stands for right now we got you with the cash app
1: Oh, man. You feel me? It's payday.
0: You feel me? Let's keep it up. Let's keep. Let's get the interaction going. We,
1: I know we got some people here tuned in. We got we got people, so thank you for that. But let's just and, let's just keep that going. And, and uh, you know, it's funny. People think NFTs are just pictures. I just want to give an example of something that's not yeah. an NFT picture. Like, so we already talked about the metaverse and how it could be used in the metaverse mm-hmm. for digital real estate stuff like that. Yep. But even Gary Vee, some of you are familiar with him. Um, he he's creating an NFT restaurant where like his restaurant or his business, mm-hmm. they release a certain amount of NFTs. Mm-hmm. People could buy them. Mm-hmm. And anybody who owns these NFTs is, actually has access to his restaurant. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. It, it's a way of creating community too. And. I
0: was going to say the restaurant part is the real estate part you mentioned, right?
1: It's a property. It's a land. You feel me? That's 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 the whole real estate portion that you said earlier. Yeah, well, that's that would be like, yeah, yeah. But be, this is actually in person. No, I'm talking about like in the real world. Okay. He has, a, he has a restaurant he's creating in Manhattan mm. where like he's releasing NFTs. People go hold them mm. and it gives you access to his restaurant. You cannot get inside without NFTs. So what does this create? This creates people being like, okay, I want to be involved. I want that exclusivity. <laughs> All right. That's what, that's what it does. So it drives up the value. We got and, a winner by the way. Someone answered. Uh, uh, yes. They got
0: non fungible token. There we go. Alright, so drop your cash app and we got you. People are quick to
1: Yeah, drop your cash app and we got you. Say that, say that. Yeah. So you know, and then people could resell those NFTs. Yep. Also you could lend out at his restaurant, you could lend that NFT out and mm-hmm. and get uh, passive income. Yep. Kind of like Airbnb. You could let somebody use your NFT.
0: Exactly. Nah, That's what's up. That's, that's dope, which is kind of cool. I'm never gonna go to this restaurant like that right now. I gotta, I gotta get on that. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Let's let's. This is this is a this is the cool stuff, man. All right, so um, I think last time we had someone ask us, right, like what websites do you guys go to to check out um, the all the different crypto, right? So this is actually one of them. You feel me? So when we go to this. This right here, coin market. I don't really you actually mentioned this before, right? Yeah, the market cap. So let's let's talk about this, right? Right here, you literally are able to see all the different cryptos, right? So, like obviously, you got what we already know we talked about a Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, then you got like a bunch of different Cardano, Solana, XRP. The thing with this, right, is it might look like oh, there's a lot going on, and there really is, right? And that's why it's super important. You don't want to go outside the top 10 to 20 you you just don't want to look into that because when you start scrolling and scrolling and scrolling i'm going to keep on going for you guys. to see it i've never even heard of these coins bro and you see right here like this had a percent increase this had a percent increase i don't know any of these coins right because they're not important there's going to be a lot of coins out there that people just try to do a pump and dump to so you want to kind of stay away from them right and the biggest thing with this website what we were talking about earlier is this right here so circulating supply yeah exactly right so this is super important because this is the amount this like circulating supply lets you know how many coins there actually are right so when we when we click on bitcoin remember how we said it earlier this right here is showing you yo the max supply of bitcoin is 21 million right and right now you can see how many are circulating in the actual network right it's it's there for you it lets you know that and this is super important and this is why people say, like, when people make predictions, like, yo, Cardano is going to be
1: $100,000 soon. <laughs> That's not possible, bro. It's not, you not know, possible. You know why? I think they need to understand why. Because you have to understand how market cap is derived. Mm-hmm. You get market cap from multiplying the circulating supply times the price of the coin. Mm-hmm. All right? So if you were to do... 41,816, which is Bitcoin's price, times its circulating supply of 18.9 Yep. million, that'll give you its market cap of 792, uh, what is that? Trillion? Trillion. trillion. Which is oh, no, 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 billion. No, billion, billion, billion. 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 We're clearly not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but billion, right? So you think about Cardano, like you would have to take its circulating supply. Well, let's see right here, I got you. What does that say? That's 40, this is like
0: 45 trillion, right? If I'm not correct, if I'm not wrong here, 45 trillion is the max supply of Cardano. And that remember, we're saying trillion. That's not gonna compare to, to 21 million, right? Supply and demand, the more the more scare, the item or the object, right, the asset, the more demand it has. That's
1: 45 billion, by the way. 45 billion? I do classes right now, obviously. Nah, no, you're good. But
0: basically, that that's why this is so important because at the end of the day, Like supply and demand plays a huge feature in this, right? So if there's not that much supply, but the
1: demand is super high for it, it's gonna be expensive, and that's why coins like Bitcoin have such a fluctuation in price, and that's also why it could run up. Mm -hmm. And like it's similar to like you know Tesla for example, doesn't have that many shares out on the market, but that's what could cause that. First of all, Tesla's price is extremely high because there's not enough shares available for everybody. Yep. And then also that's why the price fluctuations are so violent. Yep. Same thing with like a Bitcoin.
0: So once again, this is a great website that you guys to check out when you want to look at the different cryptos um, You guys to look up the actual crypto. There's white papers You can read on them as well to give you more knowledge on it right? So if I'm super interested in Solana, um, there's white papers I could go and read on that right?
1: white papers So you, you want to explain the white people? Yeah, is?
0: so essentially like the best way I think about it is it literally gives you a Whole breakdown of the coin or slope token that you're interested in, right? So if I was looking up ethereum and i looked up the white paper it gives me the entire history of it it gives me the breakdown of what it does what the platform is well since Ethereum is a platform it tells me that's a platform right and it gives me the positives gives me the cons it gives me literally everything i need to know on what the function of the coin or token is which is obviously important because in order to invest in this right because at the end of the day it is an investment you want to know what it does it literally breaks down everything that you need to know about the corner token so you're not lost you're not just investing in random things You know what I mean, and that's and the reason why this is super important. Like we don't try, we try our best not to curse on this uh, whole platform, but like you want to stay away from bad coins, right? So insert whatever you want for bad. But at the end of the day, like you want to stay away from those type of coins because when you look at it and you look at the white papers, there's there's nothing. There's literally nothing there, right? Go ahead,
1: fell. You want to say something? Yeah. I, I, you could finish though yeah
0: I, I was saying like there's nothing on those like bad coins essentially right like the supply is not there it's just random stuff that's going on and when you invest in it and we're gonna dive into our theory later but like when you invest in stuff like that you're not you're not really actually investing you're kind of gambling're you're, you're trading you feel me and that's not something you want to do
1: yeah for a fact um Nah, I mean, you said we can going to get into it later, so actually, I'll probably hold it for that, because I, I realize we do say that later. Got you. Yeah. Okay, so
0: the next one, this is another dope one, right? So this is where we're going to dive into stuff right here. So you got here, right? We break things down for you. Support and resistance level, right? So what does that actually mean for you guys? Let's break it down. So TradingView is a site that you could go check out, and it literally has this chart, right? So obviously, it shows you the price of, I right, was well, actually right, 41000 wow. All right, so... It actually breaks down the price for you, right? It gives you technicals, which we're going to show you. But this chart is super important. So when you click on this chart, right? And I'm like, okay, bet. I want to look at the one-year point of crypto, right? If I want to look at the one-year point and see, okay, what is this at? This price, right? And then I have this price and I have this price. It's all over this. It's all over the place, right? You can actually set certain support and resistance level marks to let you know where this crypto or token has a resistance, which means, yo, it's struggling to break past this point, right? So if I look at this, right? And I'm like, yo, if I had to draw this out for you, if I draw this line like this, right? You can kind of tell anytime it touches this point, it goes back down. Yeah, it's broken in a couple of times, but then it comes right back down. And that point is 63, right? If I'm not correct, if I'm not wrong here, mm. right? So if you think about it, 63, if you look at this very simply, right? You don't have to dive into too much detail, but it's just common sense. Anytime it touches it, it goes back down, right? Let's see it again. It broke the resistance, it came right back down, right? It, it keeps on trying to test it, but every time it tests it, it doesn't maintain it, it. just comes right back down. You see what I'm saying? Like that's why it's important. And then once again, if you look at the, if you look at support level, this is just on a one-year point, right? You could actually look at it pretty, pretty easily and be like, yo, Once something is at a resistance, and I'm gonna check the comments to see if you guys have any questions so far. All right, we're good. And just let me know if I have to slow down, right? When you break the resistance level, right, and you actually are able to beat it and maintain it, that new level becomes its support. So the resistant level then becomes a support level. You feel me? Does, Does that make sense for you guys? Like, let me know if this makes sense. Like, throw a thumbs up in the chat or something just so I know, like, you guys are keeping up. You feel me? So at the end of the day, When you see stuff like this this right here this point i'm gonna make another mark for you guys this right here was it's low key right if you look at it this was a level that it was like yo i I can't beat it but once so when you couldn't beat it it's a resistance level exactly right once you can't beat it it becomes resistant but if you beat it and you maintain it it becomes your new support so right now you see how crypto is falling and falling and falling and falling and falling. It's low-key at a support level right now, right? And that's where you have to be able to check. When you look at a chart, you have to be able to just be able to look exactly where I did. Like, yo, what is a point that anytime it touches, it bounces back up? That's what support level means. For example, right? Like, if a coin is at $10, right? And every single time it touches five, and it goes right back up to seven,
1: right back up to eight, five would be support. That's what this is showing i think of support levels as literally what it sounds like support like there's support at that level Like right? if you touch five they're not gonna let you drop below five exactly that's and how i think about it and
0: that's why this is super important like resistance and support levels is very easy to you can even google stuff like this but we want to teach you right if you have any other questions please like drop some comments so we know what's up and we can answer them for you but this is important to know right and this is some other stuff we're going to teach you guys as well yeah let me leave this page so when you go to this link literally TradingView, view right this is the best part for you guys you click technicals here and you scroll down bro it literally breaks all the different technicals for you right so if you notice over here we highlighted rsi right this is one of my favorite ones to look at so rsi relative strength index right what the goal of that is it lets you know when something is overbought and oversold make sense right so at the end of the day if the number for RSI is 70, that's the number we rock with, right? If it's 70, that means that it's overbought, right? 70 or above. Exactly, it could, it could go to like 100, but I'm saying like, if it's, if, if it's like for like, let's just say, right, on a, on a one month basis, cause you could track it, as you can see here, I scroll up, this is tracking it on a one day basis, right? You could check on a one week, you could check on a one month. This is a great site for you guys to look at. So if you look on a one month basis, Bitcoin's at 55 RSI, what does that mean? it's in that middle point right if you look at the one-day point look how it changes 36 you feel me so what does that tell you that means that right now it's becoming oversold right so 30 is a level that you want to follow if you're conservative if you want to go like super into it 20 right so you can look up these charts and you don't have to worry about let me actually identify it
1: this does it for you we're literally giving you gems that we use ourselves And so something to think about is like, okay, we're talking RSI, so that's to do with being overbought, oversold. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're talking about a quality investment like Bitcoin, something that is proven, when something like Bitcoin is oversold, real investors know that, okay, it's time to buy.
0: Exactly.
1: It's time to get in. Like, okay, so I'm going to look at RSI. Oh, it's oversold? Perfect. Buying opportunities. Yep. If it's overbought, that's probably the time you want to stay away. When Bitcoin is the biggest thing in the news... That's That's probably when you want to stay away from it. That's a great point. You know, you should be taking your profits at that point and then reinvesting it when it's oversold and it's not in the news. So when it's quiet, like crypto's down, stock market is down right now. You see it's quiet. Nobody really talking about crypto right now. Yeah. Besides us, because we losers. (laughs) (laughs) But this is a time when we should be thinking about buying. Yep. And then the other parts you got, EMA, SMA, right?
0: So at the end of the day, EMA, SMA. And once again, we're literally giving you gems. So like... Like you don't have to do any research. This is your research. We did it for you, right? EMA, exponential moving average. SMA, simple moving average, right? It's pretty self explanatory, but SMA is actually tracking the average depending on how many days you wanna look at, right? So there's an SMA for ten day, twenty day, fifty day, hundred day, two hundred day,
1: right? The average the average price of the coin of the of, of the, the asset basically. Yeah, right? the asset really. But S- since we're on crypto, yeah, the average price of the coin exactly. over a set amount of time. So if you look here, right, it literally
0: tells you SMA for 50 day is forty six thousand seven hundred and ninety, right? It's literally telling you that. And what is that why is that important? It lets you know on a fifty day average. That's what it shows. That's that's almost two months, right? Then you can see... So average price for the last 50 days has been about 46790 Then you got 100 day and you got 200 days. It's important because these are the prices you want to look at because they are literally breaking down. So if it's above this price, if it's below this price, it's up to you to be like, yo, if it's below this price, that's probably a good time to buy because on the last 200 days, damn, this has been pretty high and I'm getting a discount.
1: You feel me? Go ahead. Well, like the long-term traders, like we should be long-term on quality cryptos like Bitcoin. I think a good one to look at is, is the two hundred day.
0: Exactly. I look at two hundred and fifty to be honest with you. And and those are those are super helpful in that sense, right? And then EMA is also important because exponential moving average, it's the same thing, but it, it, it literally is tracking the same average for you on fifty day or two hundred day. It just puts a larger emphasis on the days that's closer to 50 right so if it's a 50-day exponential moving average they're gonna do the average the same way except there's gonna be more focus on day 50 day 49 day 48 right so that's why it's important it's it's a little bit of a better source as well because it lets you know right what the price is closer to that particular day you feel me so that's why th- this is a great side to check out if you're looking at some technicals as well and then we got this one as well right so stock to flow ratio this is super dope because if you look at it it's actually trending right so if you look at this chart and once again it might be a little confusing for you guys so let us know if this makes sense or not but this is super helpful because what this does is this little line that you see over here that's what is telling you what the price of bitcoin should be right it should be this line right here the colorful line that you see is what the price is right so it's actually if you look at it and you actually are seeing from the years that it shows, like from 2011 all the way to currently 2022, Bitcoin was above what it was projected to be. Right. And then it, it continued to follow that process. But then it actually was pretty even even when Bitcoin fell, like that huge drop, that's what that's what was actually projected. Right. So when people say,
1: "Yo, like Bitcoin's going to go to 100, 100 thousand dollars, they're not lying. Like that's what the projection actually shows. And, and this model has to do with something called having events that we didn't necessarily touch on. But just mm-hmm. so you know, miners, like I said, remember, proof of work. Miners receive a reward for mining Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. That reward is cut in half every four years Yep. or every 210,000 transactions that are verified. But you could just think of it as every four years, yep. just about. So this this model was derived from that thought in mind. They they based it around having events and other other types of thoughts.
0: And the beauty behind this, just peep game, right? Remember how Rel was saying earlier, long term investors, be smart with how you're doing your money, bro. Look at it. Look what the pr- price is projected to be right now and the stock flow ratio, and
1: look at what it currently is. So it's projected to be for my people who are audio. It's projected to be a hundred and. Over a hundred thousand, and you Mm -hmm. see right now we're actually greater than fifty percent
0: discount on that, right? Like if you think about it, so this this is this is a a good time. If if you're actually serious about Bitcoin and like you want to invest in it, it's a great time.
1: And the stock to flow model, this model is debated. Like it's been really good so far in Bitcoin's history, but some people debate that like oh it's it's not as credible anymore. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we'll 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 see. Only time will tell on that. Then we all right. So this one, and then
0: we got. Ooh, okay, go ahead, take this one, bro.
1: This is yeah, so important. The, so the crypto fear and greed index. So remember, we talked about when there's fear in the market for quality assets, you need to hop in. If you're serious about this crypto stuff, y'all really want to make money for real? Mm-hmm. What's going to separate you is the entry points that you get on quality. Yep. All right, because if you're getting Bitcoin at... 60,000. 60, and I'm buying Bitcoin at 30,000, mm-hmm. who's going to make a bigger gain? Exactly. Right, so the fear and greed index is where... It can tell you the fear in the market. It literally is telling you the fear in the market. And they do it based off of sell-offs. Mm-hmm. So you see in this meter, you can see on the screen, it says right now, there's extreme fear in the crypto market. Yep, Everybody's scared. Everybody's selling off. Everybody's scared. This is when us, Bag Talk family, we're hopping in right now. This is right. when we should be buying. And honestly, because of the rising interest rates... Crypto is expected to fall even more.
0: It is, yeah. I was gonna say like that's and that's why if you if, literally, guys, like we're not, we came and like make things up, right? If you just look at it, I'm gonna just extend this for you guys and make it what? Let's just say two years, right? On this, just look at it. Look at the number that it was, and let's just say if we go to what March of this time, right? All right, let me just get rid of this. All right, so let's go even more into it, right? I say all. So if you look at 2020 when the whole crash happened right look at the index on this just look what the number says bro
1: 14 it was <laughs> right? extreme fear it you was feel extreme me fear during and that corona. makes
0: sense because look what happened it dropped mm-hmm. right look what happens when it goes back up everyone's oh this is lit yo making a lot of money is great
1: once again fear. it was 93 at that point we're back at fear and we're back up high so this and happens you can see now we're back at fear and the thing is i want y'all to hear me clearly like please hear me clearly yo you about to drop Warren Buffett on him? Nah, I'm getting tight right now. I'm actually getting tight because, like, people got to stop saying, your crypto's done. Yeah. Yo, we just showed you the whole chart from 2009. hmm For the past 12 years, it goes up, down, up, down, up, down. Why would you think this is the one time where it's going to stay down forever? Right. Yo, you right. need to... If, imagine if you would have just bought at all of these different down points. Mm-hmm. How up you will be, you need to hop in when crypto is down. Stop trying yeah. to get in when it's high. Yeah. And like the thing is, there's no timing the market, right? Like we're not saying you could time the market.
0: We're not saying you have to, you can't, you, you know, dollar cost average your way to success. We're not saying that. That's a great strategy, right? We're just saying be, be optimistic, right? Like, like or opportunistic. I'm sorry, not optimistic. Like you want to seize the opportunity when it's, when it's the right opportunity, right? So like if this is a time that you see all the metrics, we're literally showing you. Right? It might be a good time to hop in if if that's what you think makes sense. Right? We're not your advisors at the end of the day. We're just we just provide you with information. So that's super important to know. But these metrics are there right in front of you. So let's just keep it moving. Hopefully that makes sense.
1: You you is there another question we want to do on this one? On on that one. Um what what does What does RSI tell you? I was saying the same one. All right, yeah, so y'all heard that. RSI, what
0: what does that mean? If y'all drop it in real quick, uh, we got you with Cash Apps. We need some more comments in here. We need some interactiveness so we know. Is this making sense? Like, drop something for us so we know this is actually making sense. Thanks. Um, It would be super helpful, you feel me? Mm. All right, so these are some of the websites that you actually buy cryptocurrency on, right? Obviously Coinbase, but there's other ones like Crypto.com, Gemini, Voyager, Uphold. These are websites that have been proven to be credible, right? But remember what Rel said earlier? Hot wallet, cold storage, it's important to know that. You feel me? So, finally, I think we already told you guys what our approach on cryptocurrency is. But we, as a family here, are buy and hold approach, right? Like, we buy when we think it makes sense to buy based on metrics, right? Then we hold. Because we're in this for the long run. We're not we're not traders. Um, we believe in investing, right? So,
1: that, that's, that's my thing right there. And I, I'm pretty sure you agree. Yeah, I agree. I largely agree with that for sure. I think that you guys should know when to take profits and when to reinvest on the lows. If you know crypto is a volatile market, mm-hmm. if you play it the smart way, you could ride the highs, take profits, knowing that it's going to drop again, buy back in on lows. Yep. Double exactly. up, double up. Exactly. Um, invest in coin slash token you believe in, right?
0: So remember this point that we said, like you want to stay away from coins that are bad, right? Um, insert whatever word you want for bad. But at, at the end of the day, if it doesn't have value the white papers don't make sense to you you don't believe in it yourself why buy like you don't want to get into something and chase something right like at the end of the day this ties back into number three stop chasing because if rel was to come here and tell me yo like new i made five thousand dollars in one hour i would say congrats right i'm not gonna go and chase it because if something is in the news right and it's popping yo I'm letting you know right now, you're too late, bro. It's already It's too late. like, when you go to a party and everyone's macking on that one girl, she gets all the attention, bro. Like, think about it. She's getting <laughs> all the attention, homie. Like, don't be tripping over her. Like, don't be going over there and be like, yeah, I'm going to talk to her. Like You're just going to fall in line. You're going to get caught
1: holding the bag, bro. Exactly. Don't do that. Like, don't bro.
0: chase everyone in terms of, oh, I want to get $10,000 return, too. The only reason we hear about those crazy returns is because they are rare. You don't hear people talking about, I lost money. I-, I think I was the only one right now that you probably
1: heard me saying, I lost money on Cardano because I'm a dummy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like. The thing is, everybody is just trying to, like, gamble right now. And they they, they, ride, they ride in a wave because it's like, okay, I heard about this crazy return on something like Dogecoin and Shiba. Exactly. That mindset is why a lot of y'all got burned on Dogecoin and Shiba. A mm-hmm. lot of you guys are saying, oh, crypto is not real. Because you guys are trying to ride a wave and try to gamble. Right. Instead of buying in things that are actually industry changes. Because if you right. want to know all the moon ships, all the, all the coins that are going to make, like, noise and going to get you a lot of returns... It's industry shifters. You yeah. have to look for coins that are changing industries. That mm-hmm. is a key for you. Changing industries. Exactly. Is there anything anything you want to add on to that? And and don't fall for any rug pulls. So like there was one called um oh my gosh, what's that thing that came out on Netflix? Damn, the, on. the 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 with the, the Asian movie that was going crazy that was like crazy. Oh um <laughs> I god, Oh my a, god, uh Squid Games? Squid Games like? Yes. y'all yeah, yeah. heard about Squid Game coin, they pulled the rug. They, they had everybody throw all their money into it. There was a coin for like squigging coin yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. It's a pump and dump strategy. It's a pump and dump. And then the, the creators of the coin stole it. They stole everybody's yeah. money and ran off. Yeah, it ran Invest on the Invest in was. quality. Invest in quality. And that's our
0: whole approach, you feel me? But this really wraps up everything you feel me like we appreciate you guys for tuning in um if there was any audio problems if there was anything going wrong we want to apologize right like it's 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 our first time going at it hopefully you guys like like this session if you guys actually want us to do it more where we can answer your questions on the go um let us know right we're gonna take feedback but obviously follow us on instagram follow us on tiktok any questions you have email us and the most important piece everything we just mentioned right now right we dove into more detail in our crypto 101 ebook and the best part is it is free. Absolutely you said it's what? Free. Well, I'll what? say it again. How much? What? Free. Zero. Oh, wow. You aye, feel aye, me? Aye, like aye. literally F-R-E, it's free, bro. Like You guys have no excuses right now not to learn because at the end of the day, when you can actually learn something and apply it, it's going to go a long way for you, right? We're here to translate wealth for you guys, but you guys have to take some action. You feel me? So definitely download the free crypto one-on-one ebook. Let us know any questions you have. Hit us up on Insta, TikTok. And then at the end of the day, anyone who actually, I might just do this on the fly right now, to be honest. If you guys subscribe, like, comment, right? Share us our info on Instagram and TikTok, right? You got to give us proof of that. We're going to give you a cash out prize. We're going to pick randomly, right? And this is going to be the biggest one. It's not its not going to be $5. That $10 we will give you a good prize on this one, right? So definitely do that tag us but that's all we got for you guys so until you know we see you next time we're gonna catch you guys on wednesday right yeah for sure was that
1: any last minute questions
0: no nah, i didn't see anything there's nothing actually. all right back, back, back. if you guys have questions let us know obviously uh, we're not gonna stay on live but um until we you know what next wednesday at 7 p.m
1: for sure as yes always. sir yes sir
0: so that's all we translate well but until then peace peace